0: Welcome to the Messy Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Morris, life coach and musician, and I help creative folks like you live intuitive, intentional lives so you can focus on what you really came here to do, make art, and change the world. Let's go. Hey, friend. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so thrilled that you're here, and I think this episode is going to be very Timely. And if you're listening to it in the future and we're somehow magically no longer in a pandemic, I think the themes of what I'm going to talk about today will still apply to a lot of life. So take what you need from this podcast and leave the rest and maybe come back to it when you want to revisit some of these ideas. But we're going to talk about how to leave the house or not after over a year in quarantine. Even if you have been working and weren't technically quarantined in your house, we're just going to kind of talk about some of the things that might be coming up in regards to things opening up again in the world. Um, I know here in Washington, I believe at the end of this month, it's June of 2021, I believe at the end of this month we're going to be pretty much opening everything back up to whatever quote-unquote normal is, and I will talk about that. So I know a lot of people are having a lot of feelings about it, feeling anxious about it, having a lot of worries and fears, and I want to address those, and I want to give you some food for thought to think about how you want to proceed and what that's going to look like for you. And I, just to give a quick Life update, because that's fun. And now that I'm doing uh, interviews again, the episodes with just me will be every other week. So I'll be able to give you bi-weekly, or is it bi-monthly? I always forget how that works. Anyway, my life. So I actually have started to go places and be out with people and hug them and do things that used to be so normal and now is feels like such a gift. And so this last week, I went and saw my cousins in Portland. I drove down there for the day, hung out and went to a couple places. And I went and had dinner with a friend last night. And I was surprisingly not anxious about it. And that's really also what's fueling what I'm going to say in this episode today. Because if you don't know a lot about me, or you didn't know this either way. I last summer was working as a restaurant manager during the pandemic and during full quarantine. And I was there when it all started. And in the middle of the summer, my anxiety got so bad with my fears about my health, the people at my restaurant's health, my staff's health, just everything. Um And so I actually left that job because of my anxiety. And so it's just a really interesting time to see how differently I feel, having really spent the last year going through all of my anxiety and untangling it and really shifting how I think and how I feel. And I've, I'm really feel on the other side of it in a sense. As I've said before, anxious is a feeling. So it's not like I won't ever feel anxious again. To me, anxiety is is the combination of feeling anxious and then reacting to it. And I've become much less reactive to the feeling of anxious. Feeling of it. Yeah, the anxious feeling. And so I've been sharing a lot more about that. On Instagram, and I'm going to be sharing a lot more about that on the podcast because it's just become so apparent to me, like I said, like how far I've come in this last year and how much is possible for anyone who felt like I felt and who feels how I still feel sometimes. Again, it's just that I don't react in the way that I used to. And so, looking at this and noticing going out to eat, you know, of course, I am vaccinated now, and so that does change. The context of what's happening as well. But just my feelings about everything are so different from last year. And so I want to share kind of the way that I'm thinking about it and how that can be useful for you. And then also just some basic tips and things to remember when you are considering going out to eat or going to see friends or hugging them or doing things that you used to do before quarantine and how to do it without the overwhelming anxiety. So the first thing that I wanna say is that you don't have to. You don't have to leave the house if you don't want to. And you don't have to go out with anybody or go to a restaurant or sit inside at a restaurant or go inside the grocery store. You do not have to do anything that you did before if you don't want to. You don't have to do anything if you want to, but you feel too nervous. That's okay. You can just say no to people. And it is most important that you feel comfortable with your health and your mental health above all else. Above the experiences that aren't worth it to you at this point in time. Now, I am going to talk about if you don't want to because you're feeling nervous, but you do want to do the thing and so kind of working through the the dichotomy that's going on there and the resistance maybe. We that's going to be the bulk of this episode, but I just want to address first that I I know I have people in my life who just aren't ready to go out yet and I want to say that that is fair, and that gets to be your decision, and people might have opinions about it, as they do about everything that ever happens, and that's okay. That doesn't mean that their opinions don't affect you, but just to say that their opinions don't mean that you're wrong. You get to stay home if you want to continue staying home, and I also want to say, there's going to be a lot of weaving in and out of similar themes between what I'm going to talk about, but we just went through something that I don't know that we could really define what this collective experience is and was, but it's certainly something that we all need to process through in our own ways. And I think it, it will be helpful moving forward to process collectively in a sense as well, though there's no requirement for that. I just think it probably will be helpful. But, you know, I see a lot of, things online and, and in the media of just things are opening up. Let's go back to normal. And what I want to say is there, there is, was, and will never be normal. Like, yes, we can all somewhat collectively agree on normal, but can we? I don't know that we can. Like, what is normal? You know, I, I, I don't know that that's a useful word. And so to say let's go back to normal, I don't want to go back to the before times, as I like to call it. And it's okay if you do. You know, there's And, and I'll say there's certainly things about what happened before last year that I, of course, miss. I miss shows. I miss uh, plenty of things and things that I do want to reintegrate into my life and into just our collective experience. But the existence as a whole that we had before doesn't exist anymore and we have i'm sure a lot of different opinions about about that and a lot of feelings and all of those feelings are valid and okay and need to be addressed and not because we need to all like talk about them but just because they are deserving of our attention it's it's not just, okay, well, 2020 is over, so let's just go out and do stuff again. I mean, if if that's how you are operating, then great. That's fine. I would encourage you to question, like, what happened to me last year? What, what, what was that? Like, what do I want to take away from that? What do I want to bring with me? What do I want to leave behind? And... Again, I just want to say that if you are still processing, as I think we all just will be for a really long time, and that's okay. If you are still processing in a way where you're not ready to leave the house, you don't have to. And if you need an excuse, use me. (laughs) Whatever you need to say about me to someone to use as an excuse to get out of something, if you just don't feel comfortable go for it. I will cosign. sign Don't say that I, like, murdered someone. I guess I should say, like, don't put me into, <laughs> like, crimes or something. But if you need to say I'm, I have to FaceTime with Jill tonight, then that's fine. I'll say that that's what we did. But it's also just okay to say no. I don't think you need to make up an excuse. You don't need to give anyone a reason. You can just not do things. And that was true before and should always be true. Because you just get to decide how you live your life. And if you don't want to do something, don't do it. Now, yes, there are consequences to saying no to things, just as there are consequences to saying yes to things. So I'm not insinuating that there's no consequence to saying no, but just what's most important to you. Doing the thing you don't want to do or not doing it and having someone feel something or having some sort of consequence. And it might be something that you just decide every, every circumstance that you come across. And maybe that'll take more time, but that's okay because your life is worth that and living the life that you want to live is worth that. So that was a really long-winded way to say that you don't have to go anywhere, (laughs) but I hope that I gave you a couple different access points to that. And then what I would like to say is that you've changed. We all have the world has changed. You've changed. I've changed. Even if you feel like, well, I didn't do these quarantine tasks. I never made bread. (laughs) I didn't make bread. So I'll just say if you didn't make bread, I also did not make bread. I did make pizza one time. Okay. But you have changed. We have all changed. We've gone through this collective experience And you might have also intentionally changed in a lot of ways. You might have grown in a lot of ways. You might have acquired new anxieties over the last year that are really challenging. And whatever the change is, whether you perceive it as positive or negative or neutral or whatever, I also want to validate that it is okay that you have changed. It is okay that everyone else has also changed. And that that might not feel good. And that no one is required to like the th- things that have changed about you just as you are not required to like any changes that anyone else has made. And that fact might suck sometimes. It might suck to find out that someone that you care deeply about has changed a lot over the last year and now you don't like them anymore. For whatever reason. It's okay to not like people. It doesn't have to be something where like, They're a bad person because you don't like them. You can just not like people and they can just not like you. And that doesn't feel good. Usually, sometimes it does. (laughs) Usually it doesn't feel that good, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong. And so I one want to validate that if you've changed and you're worried about how it's going to be perceived, that is fair because it might be perceived differently than how you were before because you were different. And do you like this person that you are now or can you accept this person that you are now and say, uh, yeah, I've changed. We all went through 2020. That like, that is a lot. We went through a lot y'all. I don't care where you are on the spectrum of lived experiences. This last year was a lot. Even if you came out of it, feeling better than before in whatever way it was a lot and so of course you've changed in whatever way that's manifested and it's natural to be worried about how that how you will be perceived and that doesn't make you wrong for being the way that you are even if you've decided I've come out of quarantine and I don't really like what's happened. I don't really feel like myself. Can you find some grace for yourself to say, okay, that's just where I am and I notice it. And if I want to, I can start making some shifts. I can maybe ask for help. I can maybe address it with the people that I am meeting up with. Like, hey, this is what has gone on. Can I just really put it out into the world that we, it's okay to not engage in small talk and just go straight to the deep stuff? If you listen to the last episode of the podcast with River, I feel like that was, we just really went for like, let's just get philosophical and really talk about stuff. And sometimes that conversation can be a lot more like, I feel bad. Things suck. I'm not happy. You don't have to put on a face for anyone. You really don't. I don't accept that as a standard. I've worked a lot of service industry jobs and even if I felt uncomfortable by how someone responded to how are you and they really gave me the true answer, it was the true answer and I've always appreciated that. And you know, again, not everyone will feel that way Everyone's going to have their own opinion, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong to just be like, I'm not doing well. I'm going to be honest. It's okay to do that. It's okay for someone else to feel uncomfortable because they didn't expect what you shared. It's okay if that makes you uncomfortable. And you don't have to do that, but I just want to open up that you can And that if you feel like I don't just want to put on a face, I don't just want to act like everything's fine, you don't have to. And anyone that tells you otherwise, really question if you want to take their advice. You don't have to take mine. Like I said at the beginning, you can listen to all of this, take what you want and leave the rest and fit it to mold, like mold it to how works best for you. I just always think that anything that encourages you to abandon yourself in any way, that's never the path that I'm going to take. And I, I don't suggest that that's the path for anyone, but you get to choose. And sometimes for sure, there are circumstances where it's just not worth it to get into the conversation or to open up in that way, or it doesn't feel safe in that moment. So I'm not suggesting that you need to do that, but should you want to, should you just want to be open and honest with someone, it's okay to do that. It's okay to be really honest about how things have shifted. It's also okay if you, like I said, came out of this last year and things are better than ever for you. And you can feel all of the feelings that come with the collective grief that we have, And recognize how much you've grown or what has gone well for you this last year. And it's also okay to say that to people. Like, hey, I'm feeling great, actually. And you don't have to downplay it. And you get to decide what that looks like. And you get to decide if you want to shift how you say that in regards to who you're around. But it's just not unequivocally and a not okay thing to talk about you get to feel good if you feel good so that is okay also whatever you were feeling is valid and it is really important even if you don't say it to anybody else to really honor that within yourself honor how you were feeling acknowledge it and accept it and then you get to decide how you want to act when you're with other people, how you want that experience to be out in the world. But what I really would love for you to take away from this episode and from any of my work is just any feeling you are having gets to be how you feel and it's not a problem, it might feel bad. So we kind of often equate that to being a problem, but that's not what it is. It's just a feeling and it's valid and worth acknowledging and worth processing through. And what I've found is that a lot of processing an emotion is simply allowing it. Not always i'm not suggesting that's the only way that you process an emotion but a lot of times when we're not processing an emotion it's simply because we're resisting it we're making it a problem we don't want it anymore but if you just allow it like okay even if it's even if you think it's petty this is something i've been talking about with a lot of clients like just let the petty emotions out the ones that you even have judgment about it's okay Can you allow it anyway? Because that's the way that you're going to move through it. So you may have changed and that is okay. It's okay to have a lot of different feelings about that. It's okay that that then might mean that your relationships change and that that is its own navigation point. And that you're also not required to navigate it right now, like I said. Just like you don't have to go outside if you're not ready to navigate a relationship because you've changed or you know they've changed or whatever. That's also okay. You get to choose. Okay. And then another part of this that I wanted to say is that your boundaries have likely changed also. And I mean this in all areas of your life. And very specifically, your relationship with your health and your mental health. And so one thing that I really want to say is just as you changing in general, your boundaries changing are valid and you get to have whatever boundary you need to protect yourself, to support yourself, to be your best self. And just as no one is required to like the things that have changed about you. No one is required to respect your boundaries, but you need to know what the consequence to that is. Your boundaries are valid and they should be respected in order to be in your life is how I think about it. You get to decide what that means for you, but then what is the consequence if someone doesn't respect your boundary? that is your responsibility. It is no one else's responsibility to meet your boundaries, even though that would be really nice and kind of the point of the boundary, but we just can't control other people. So what is the consequence if someone doesn't meet your boundary? If they have changed, as they likely have, you just want to think about this. And this also goes for your boundaries with existing with the outside world. So One really specific way that I'm thinking about this is you might have specific boundaries now when you go out to eat, if you decide to go do that. Let's just say you don't yet feel comfortable eating indoors and that's your boundary. You just want to know, like, if you're going to go meet someone at a place. Okay, so this is my boundary. I'm not ready to eat indoors yet. Okay, so what if I get there and they don't have a patio? Am I going to go somewhere else? Do I want to think about that ahead of time or do I just know that I'll just figure it out when I get there? What if they do have a patio, but it's all full and so they only have inside seating right now? Do I want to pick another place or do I want to wait for the patio table? Things like this, you just want to know like how strong do I want this boundary to be? Maybe you just prefer to sit outside, but you don't care too much. So if you get there and there's no outside seating, okay, well, that's fine. But maybe it's if we sit two feet apart from each other, that's the point where I'm not okay with this. You might not know what all of your boundaries are. And so what I really want to emphasize is that the world is different. We are different. Everything is different in a lot of ways. So you can think about things ahead of time, what you can kind of reasonably assume might happen if you want. You don't even need to. You can just trust yourself, but you can to kind of prepare yourself, especially if you're feeling really nervous about it. Just kind of scope out the place online, like kind of think about what are are the things that I'm going to need to prepare to uphold my own boundaries. But I also want to encourage you to really have your own back when you notice a boundary you need to set in the moment. So like, I said, if you get there and you realize you're you're seated really close to another table and that's making you uncomfortable, it is valid to say, you know what? I didn't know it before, but this is making me really uncomfortable and I need to move chairs. I need to move tables. I need to go outside. I need to do something different. I need to leave. Have your own back. If you don't feel comfortable or you feel unsafe or it doesn't feel safe for your health, Or your mental health. You get to prioritize that. I encourage you to prioritize that and to have your own back and say, people might have opinions about how I'm acting right now and what I'm choosing to do. And that's okay because I'm prioritizing me. And not, you're not prioritizing you in a way of like, everyone else is wrong, but just I need to feel safe right now and I don't. So what do I need to do to feel safe? And so I just really want to drive that home of we're likely going to come up against things that we don't yet have opinions about and that's not a problem but just know that there's going to be circumstances where you're just going to have to have your own back in the moment make a decision in the moment which i know makes a lot of us nervous Do what you need to do to to make that decision. Like, do I need to go to the bathroom and just, like, pause for a moment and think? Do I need to go outside and take a walk around the block and just, like, process my thoughts? I know for me, I have always been and still am a slow processor. And so that might be something that I would need to do if I was feeling really anxious or nervous in the moment and I knew I needed to make a decision, like you know what? I'm just going to go outside for a minute. I need to think. That's an okay ask. That is a very valid ask. I need a a moment. I need space to myself to process something. I'm going to offer that you can do that and think of what that might be for you. And just always be okay with, if I said yes to this and I get there and I decide I'm a no, I can be a no. Is it the most convenient way to go about life? No, but we're dealing with things we've never dealt with before. We're dealing with feelings we've never felt before. So not all of life is convenient and that's okay. It doesn't have to be. The DMV exists. We created it. (laughs) Like the least convenient thing that's ever existed. No offense to anyone that works at the DMV, you know, whatever. So the biggest thing too is... Similar to not fighting with your own feelings, like allowing your feelings and also not arguing with the reality of what's happening and not like downplaying how you feel about it. I think a lot of this last year, I know I've done it and I've heard a lot of people and my clients really try to rationalize someone else's opinion because they felt differently from them. And again, I, I did this too of like, am I being, am I overreacting? Maybe, could be, but do you feel safe? Because if you don't, it doesn't really matter if you're overreacting. Like that perspective of you overreacting is simply from someone who feels differently from you, not someone who feels the same as you. And that's okay. They can feel differently, But you get to have your feelings and make decisions for you and your safety. So, you know what? Overreact. You know, and obviously, don't try to really ruin someone else's day because you feel unsafe. You know, like, that. I think that's where maybe quote-unquote overreacting is, I don't even want to see a problem, but just like, you know, if you were to, like, make a scene because you were uncomfortable, simply because you're uncomfortable and you felt like it was other people's fault, like, you could just remove yourself from the situation or ask for what you need. I think that would maybe be the only, like, line to, to consider in terms of overreacting. Like, are you impacting someone else in a negative way that is also not serving you? you don't necessarily need to ruin someone else's day. And I, I, you're not even like ruining their day, but like really go out of your way to impact them in order to take care of yourself. Like, just focus on taking care of you. And I don't think any of you would do that, but I'm just trying to think of like, where would maybe be the line where this would need to be considered. Your feelings are valid. You get to have them. You get to decide how you're going to move through the world. You get to decide if you leave the house or not, what your boundaries are going to be, and no one else has to agree with you and that doesn't make you wrong. Just like you don't agree with them and that doesn't mean that they're wrong. They can be right and you can be right because we don't all agree on everything. We don't all agree on one way to live a life. And that's beautiful. Now, sure. It makes it challenging when we're trying to all come together for public health. (laughs) And so what we can only focus on is like, what can I control? I can control my own body and my own self in regards to like where I place my body in the world. We can't control everything about our bodies for sure. But I just always find it helpful to focus it back on me because I can't control anybody else. I can ask things of people just like I set boundaries with people and I expect them to uphold them in the sense of I'm just going to assume for the best, but I don't assume that that's just granted to me because I want it. Yes, my boundaries need to be upheld for my own health, mental health, well-being, But I can't control anybody else. So if they disagree and they don't respect my boundary, I'm not going to fight with reality that that's what's happening simply because I don't want it to be that way. It's annoying. It sucks. It's not helpful. It means that I have to do more work for someone else and I don't like that. But ultimately, my health, my mental health, my well-being is my first priority. So that's what needs to happen. And I maybe need to have another conversation and we can talk again about boundaries at a later date. I do have an episode on them about compassionate boundaries and how you setting a boundary is not only serving you, but it does serve those around you as well. Because when you are full, then you are better able to be a human in the world, which doesn't mean that you always have to be at a hundred percent of whatever that means for you at all times, but just that. Your boundaries are there to support you, and when you are supported, then you're better able to show up in the world versus when you feel unsupported. So I hope this is all making sense. Ultimately, like I've said, your feelings are valid and you just get to decide how you're going to move through the world and whether or not you're going to at this point in time. And kind of the Final thing that I have said, but I just want to really reiterate it. No is a full sentence. And you can just say no to something. And you don't have to give anyone an explanation. Even if they want it. Even if they deserve it. Whatever that means. You just get to say no. And if you want to say yes to things, say yes. Okay, my friends. We talked about a lot. If you want personal support moving throughout the world, dealing with the feelings that are coming up, dealing with the feelings that are going to come up, sticking with your schedule while everything is shifting yet again, as always. These are all things that I can help you with. Processing emotions, setting your boundaries managing the feelings of anxiety, all of these things we can work on together in a one-on-one setting. So if you want my help, there's a link in the show notes or find me on Instagram at jillifred, J-I-L-L-I-F-R-E-D. And let's talk about working together. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Like I said, these are the thoughts that I've been having and that are kind of in response to a lot of things that I've been hearing and seeing. This is certainly not all encompassing, but some things to be thinking about and ways to shift your mindset so that you can move about in the world. Should you choose or not? Should you choose? But I would love to hear what you think. If there's anything that wasn't addressed that you would like me to address, if you would like to have a further conversation, find me on Instagram And let's chat about it because all of these things should be conversations. I think that's such a weird thing about, I think kind of social media is this, we're all connected and yet it's like so impersonal in a lot of ways that like we all know what's happening, but it's like, should we talk about it? Am I so- actually supposed to know? Cause we didn't personally have this conversation. So I would love to be having conversations with you all. I am having conversations with y'all, but i always open to more. And so I just want to say like, if anything is coming up in regards to this episode or past episodes, I am open to chatting about it and hearing your perspective. And if we don't agree, that's okay. And I just hope that whatever you take away from this episode helps you with how you feel about it. Whether you agree with me or not, I hope that it sparked something to help you. So that is my hope. And again, just really think about what you need to feel safe and don't accept anything less. And if an employer is telling you to do something you don't feel comfortable or safe with, start exploring other options. You don't have to do anything. Anytime you're feeling stuck in something, explore other options. And I don't mean like go out and interview unless that's what you want to do. But I just mean start thinking about it. And that will either open up a new doorway or it will help you see the current circumstance in a different light or see a different doorway within that job or relationship or like whatever's going on for you. But I think a lot of times we avoid exploring something because we think we have to take action and you don't. So I think that really applies to a lot of the things that we've talked about in this episode is if you're feeling really stuck about a certain, certain situation just explore what all of the options are you don't have to decide on any of them you don't have to change course with anything you don't have to take action but just explore it to allow your mind to not feel stuck to give your mind something else to say oh i do have options i might still choose the option that i'm choosing i might still not like it but i know that i'm now intentionally choosing it for whatever reason i'm choosing so you are valid, your feelings are valid. Whatever has happened in the last year is valid, and I'm sure challenging and complicated and nuanced. And life doesn't need to be not nuanced. So lean into the nuance, have complicated conversations, tell somebody how you're really feeling, and allow them to tell you. Be open to people telling you how they really feel because all of our feelings are valid even if we don't understand them or agree with them. Okay, my friend, I am sending you love and I will see you next time. Bye! If this podcast inspired you, the next best step is to book a call with me. The link is in the show notes and together we'll have you creating more art and more change. You are magic. Let's show the world. Talk soon.